feel it, everybody. It is the holidays. Everybody's feeling the funk. Before we get too deep into that, welcome to Mental Radio. I'm your host, Jesse Zuckman. This is the podcast where we talk about mental health from a holistic perspective. When you're talking about uh, holistic health, usually you're looking at a picture that's kind of the opposite of the holidays, or at least it is uh, you know, for most of us. So everybody I know, people, everybody in this patient space, people that do really well throughout the year, people who have had achieved real mastery with themselves, their emotional states, their mental health, everybody is struggling right now. Everybody feels like they're under the pressure cooker. Everybody is feeling a lot of confrontation and just this kind of general funk. I mean, really, most people in this world are feeling funky, so... I wanted to have somebody on to just kind of uh, acknowledge where we're at, um, let people know that they're not alone in the funk. So uh, I gave uh, Tall Paul a ring on the Twitter machine because he wrote a couple of blogs, Surviving the Holidays, and also gift ideas for people who struggle with depression. For everybody who doesn't know Tall Paul, Tall Paul Marlowe is a fitness trainer um, with kind of a PTSD kind of center. He's a PTSD survivor himself, and he's an ex-draft pick of the Toronto Maple Leafs. No, the Toronto Blue Jays. We also talk a little bit about, uh, you know, how to work with each other, especially during stressful times where um, Paul and I had to work something out where he wasn't feeling good. He had to cancel last minute um, for a project we were working on, and we just show how we kind of worked that out with... Number one, Paul being accountable for where he was at. And then, uh, you know, giving people a little bit of space to be uh, to deal with their stuff so they can uh, get together and just have the space to be however they need to be. So those two things kind of go hand in hand. I'm really uh, excited for the opportunity to talk to Tall Paul about that. And um, maybe it'll give you some ideas um, on how to manage uh, manage your relationships when things don't go quite right, especially during the holidays and you're struggling uh, with depression or, or whatever else you're dealing with. As always, don't make any changes to your treatment plan based on anything you hear on the podcast. This is not medical advice, not medical care. I'm not a doctor. Paul's not a doctor. No one's a doctor. Talk to your doctor. If you're making any changes, starting any treatment, whatever, talk to your doctor. This is not medical advice, not medical care. And if you do like the show, please let us know by sharing the, this content. Share the website, Mental Health Media, where you can also make a tax-deductible contribution. There's still time to get a tax deduction before the end of the year if you want to do that. So please support us over at mentalhealthmedia.org. All of our links are there can support us directly through PayPal or our GoFundMe. Both of those are tax deductible. And uh, we thank you for your time. Thanks for tuning in. And I bring you Tall Paul Marlowe. Tall Paul Marlowe, welcome to Mental Radio. Mr. Jesse, how are you today? Good, sir. You know, we're uh, we're all, all of us in the patient community, we're all just like... We're making it through, but everyone is a little on edge. Everybody that I know, and I mean everybody that I know, who um, does pretty well, has some mastery with this thing, people that have been to the depths of the, the darkness, 
We do really well for the whole year. And then comes these couple of weeks and we're all a little on edge. Is this something you can relate with, uh, relate to Mr. Tall Paul? I a hundred percent can. It is really, really funny. No matter how hard you prep or whatever you do to make sure you have the best opportunity in this month, something will arise that you didn't foresee coming and things will rise that you did foresee coming and you did as much as you bloody well could to not let them affect you. But you know what? They still will. Yeah. However, that is life, my friend. And we only have at this time 13 days left and we'll be back on a whole new slate. A new decade is approaching us and uh, no one's even paying attention to it. No, I agree with that 100%. I have, every, yeah, everyone's just like, oh my God, it's Christmas, it's New Year's, it's Hanukkah, I'm going to lose my mind, I'm losing it, I was doing so good, but now I'm I'm losing it. Uh, but no, there is a whole new year, 2020, a whole new decade. Man, we're like the- in the future in the movies, is arriving <laughs> in two weeks, and we haven't even talked about the flying cars that are happening, supposed yeah. to be. Or get, well, at least we're going to get one of those Tesla um, cyber trucks from uh, the post-apocalyptic future. We're getting that, at least. We might yeah. just skip Blade Runner and go right to Mad Max. Um, yeah. But, hey, you know what? We'll take what we can get as long as it's not, um, you know, the uh, 2010s anymore. Um, so, we want to do a podcast. I called you. We, we were talking. We wanted to do a podcast um, on... You have a couple of recent blogs... One is called How to Enjoy the Holidays, Tips uh, for Depression and Anxiety, which you're laughing at now because it's a lot It's a lot easier. I'm sure it's a lot easier to write that uh, blog a few weeks before you're inside of the holidays. Um, and, then, uh, and, then, and then you have a blog, uh, Christmas Gift Ideas for Better Mental Health, if you have got a person who's on this recovery path in your life um you know we've got some last minute christmas ideas mm-hmm. about what people can do um if they're scurrying right now and the truth is a lot of the uh, things that you can get people for their mental health are perfect last minute ideas because they're things like gift cards and and memberships and stuff like that and we'll get to that in a little bit but before we get to all that i want to just like set the tone and see um just just tell people cause something we don't talk about very much is why it's hard on the holidays. And um, for you, why, as a patient and people, you know, and, and, and someone who is in the recovery, uh, mental health recovery community, why do you see uh, this time of year just being so challenging? So for me, actually, it's really my, actually, it's my second year of uh, Christmas holiday uh, season without my father. So that is the major um, kind of elephant in the room in my head at the moment. Uh, and it's actually kind of my first year without him staying at home because my family and I decided to take off to Mexico last year to kind of get rid of the whole Christmas thing and try not to let it affect us as much and get out of our regular routine that we would have had with him. So you can even say this is my first Christmas of the last 33 years that I didn't get to spend with my father at home. So I know that is definitely something that's playing in the back of my head. I believe that is also why I'm trying to keep myself as busy as possible so I just don't have to think about it. That is mm. something that I have uh, learned as one of my um, 
one of my gifts and my curses. Mm, let's say. Mm, mm, mm. Let's Sorry, say. going through it that, brother. Hey, you know what? Uh, the thing is, as you know, and I know, and everyone listening knows, it happens, and it is going to happen. We just, however, we need to deal with it is, or we're able to deal with it is, really what we can do the best. But uh, I do believe family is a lot of things. Uh, family, it's it's the time where everyone's supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be in that Home Alone movie. Christmas carols are supposed to be singing in the malls, and you're supposed to be full of cheer and joy and everything that's portrayed in media. But uh, yeah, man, it's tough. It's tough thinking about, you know, if you don't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend and you want one. If your friends aren't as close as you thought they were and you don't have enough holiday parties. If your business isn't going as well and you're like end of the year and you're like, damn, I didn't do what I wanted. Um, If I didn't get fit, if I didn't lose that 10 pounds, I had promised myself this year. Am I going to do it next year? It's just kind of a remember reminder of the things we didn't do, um, which is a lot easier to remind ourselves of the things we did do. Yeah. To uh, make yourself feel happy about the end of the year and give yourself a pat on the back. And I know I don't do that well, but I think a lot of those things have definitely touched and affect me in this time. For sure. For sure. And, um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's like, uh, definitely the money part is a big thing. Everyone's buying expensive gifts and TVs and PlayStations and, you know, and, you know, I lost, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on an upswing now, but I lost years and years of work, um, to a disability involving mental illness. Mm -hmm. And I don't got that, you know, I'm just getting by with what I can. And if I can buy, you know, the basics uh, that I need to get by, that's a huge success. And now all of a sudden I'm well enough to go out into the world and all of a sudden, boom, well, you're going to a holiday party you got to get that uh, $20 gift, that $30 gift, and everybody else around you is buying those hundred, hundred, hundreds of dollars of gifts. And that's certainly challenging. And uh, the other thing is just all of the friends that I've lost. You know, I, I, I'm kind of a guy that's like, oh, you know, stigma's not real. I mean, I don't say stigma's not real. Of course, I say stigma's real. But I say I always think that, you know, stigma isn't the number one thing that's affecting mental health patients. I think, you know, just getting, you know, taking care of ourselves and figuring out what we need to do, uh, you know, on an individual basis and also like in your, you know, support, you know, community kind of basis mm-hmm. is really the primary thing. But, you know, when the holidays roll around, I realize how many people I really have lost to this diagnosis and how many people, you know, don't check in anymore and how many people don't return phone calls anymore and how many people mm-hmm. aren't as excited to talk to me now that I'm in the, you know, this kind of recovery stage of my life versus when I was, you know, running around, uh, the planet, um, making television and being exciting and being in front of audiences. And, you know, I don't have that kind of sizzle anymore. And, you know, it's a reminder of, Oh, you're not that anymore. You're not this, this person who used to be really proud to be. So, that's kind of confronting too of just it kind of like settles in well you're this now and it's like oh and stigma is real and oh and it's just a lot to confront for me those those two things i can see that man i can see it's tough (sighs) so let's get into your blogs i everyone is so uplifted now i know we're trying to like uplift people (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, the thing is, man, I, I love. I have to laugh at these things. Not like you, me, everything. It's, 
and the whole and the whole mental health area like it's um it isn't funny to me but as it's i love how we can talk about it and go from that area and then go into helping and then going into showing that seeing a professional in my blog is something i talk about but my professional is away this month so i have to wait till january Mm. there's a little bit of humor in that for me so i've looked into you know helping out getting help from other people it's just uh you can like i said we can only do so much but you just kind of have to roll the punches laugh at them and because some things i just i can't i can't tell her to come see me this month if she's away i'm not gonna be like hey you i expect you to stop no so I can just kind of chuckle at it and say, what am I going to do instead? Right, right. I mean, can you call to check in for like a a touch? Yeah, definitely. To... Yeah, definitely. I, I'm, uh, to be honest with you, we had this thing. I have a lot of stuff going on work-wise, which I'm super excited for. Uh, creating actually a sleep, a sleep community online to help people get more sleep and kind of advise them and um, inspire them. So I'm putting that together to hopefully get it ready for January 1st. Um, so I, uh, that is keeping me, uh, keeping my mind occupied and I've actually done some other things in my blog, which I have not done in the past 10 years that have taken over for that area of my, um, therapist not being here, which have uh, mm-hmm. uplifted me. So I've just found some other ways to get an uplifted, uh, mood and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, use my brain a bit more. And, and I really appreciate that. And I appreciate your honesty. And I appreciate everyone who is just honest about how they actually feel right now. Because in our society, it's like, it's like it, you, if you are honest about where you're at, sometimes people see it as like, oh, you're just like a complainer or you're just weak or you're just, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, it's bullshit. Like if you're really feeling that way, it's bullshit. And this is a, you know, and, and for a lot of us, this is a really hard time. And for me, it comforts me to know other people are going through it too and it doesn't help me to see a lot i see a it's a people are really confronted right now with people talking honestly about their mental health and i see a lot of denial out there that you know depression isn't real depression is just uh uh you know it's just a a conversation it's just a word and if you don't take on that word you don't i mean it's just nonsense right and then you have other people that are like you know not that we're wallowing it not that we're feeling sorry Mm -hmm. for ourselves we're not. We're in action to like do what we need to do to move through it, which is a whole different deal, a whole different thing that people don't really uh, think about. But we're here. We are, and we're doing that. That's what we're doing. We're being honest about our emotions. That's what so much your work is about. It's about being present with your emotions, and uh, I'm so grateful for that because uh, you know it's a rare, it's a rare uh, kind of thing that people t- that, that that you're talking about. Yeah, it's uh, it seems to be. So thank you. Um... It's so rare that I don't even know what I'm talking about half the time, but I'm just talking about what's just rolling through my head at that second. No, I think uh, I think yeah. you have a real intuition for it. I mean, so that's this is the last thing. So you you wrote a blog on on uh, on your webpage. It's uh, tallpaulslife.ca. Tallpaul.ca. Tallpaul.ca. You wrote this blog called "How to Depre- How to Enjoy uh, the Holidays uh, for Depression: Tips for Depression and Anxiety." And the mm-hmm. last thing you have on here is accept and analyze your feelings. So what do you mean by that? What, what I mean, for, for you, what is uh, accepting and analyzing your feelings about? It's, uh, you know, it's waking up in the morning, um, going through, getting your coffee or whatever your morning routine might be, and kind of just sitting there and thinking, just like as you would write down in a journal, think, what is happening in my head right now? 
And it's not what is happening as in what do I want to happen? It's not happening as what was it like last week? As is in like right now. Like in my head right now, I am thinking about this event that I committed to tonight that I don't really want to go to anymore. Mm-hmm. I have a workout that I know I should get in. I don't feel like getting in, but I know it'll make me feel much better after I've done it. I'll have more energy. I'll feel more confident in myself. I've gotten a sweat in, which will make me happy. And then I have this other sleep group, which I'm going to do. Now, those are all things that are just in my life tangible. But the thing is, if I go through them and I check them off on my list, then I will know I have done them. And then inside my head, they'll make me feel confident in who I am, what I can do, no matter how tired or stressed or anxious I am about the next seven days coming up. If I keep going through these next steps day by day as I have them laid out, it can be done. I can make it through this time. And then on the other side, if it's like, you know what? I can't do this thing tonight because I have too much anxiety. And if I'm not going to be able to get my gym in because I'm too depressed, then you know what? Screw it. Because there's worse things in life to miss this event. There's worse things in life to miss this one day of gym. I could do what I want right now that'll make me feel happy. Mm-hmm. Do it. Go right ahead. What is the next? It's 2.30. What is the next seven hours of my life till 9.30? If I lose this, per se, in parentheses, is it really a loss? No. It's not. It's just going to set me up and I'm going to try to do better tomorrow. So it's just understanding where I'm coming from and where I'm going to go. Am Mm -hmm. I going to take it? Am I going to attack it? Am I just kind of kind of go with the punches? Am I in a mood where I just have to hide behind it and accept things as they come along? Accept and analyze. (sighs) So, yeah, so you're talking about making, making your lists and having a little bit of flexibility and empathy and kindness for yourself, even if you can't get all of those things, but you stay organized, you know what you need to do, you stay focused, and then you know what? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I, this would have been great advice for me last year. What I did last year is I didn't have any money to uh, <laughs> buy all of my family presents, and there's a million of them. Like we were gonna go. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I'm Jewish, but my mother is, and my mother is a convert, so her family is uh, celebrates Christmas. So we were going to Christmas, and I didn't have any money for presents. So I said, you know what? I, we know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take pictures. And, you know, I have a nice, uh, a nice professional lighting setup, and I'm gonna take nice professional pictures for uh for the holiday and um i got so wound up doing that and sending out holiday cards and doing all of the things and just being so rigid with one of those lists that Mm -hmm. by the time the holiday came i was so freaked out i was physically exhausted beyond belief and uh i just i couldn't make it out i was like physically sick i was like having stomach i was I, i wore myself out so it. I'm trying not to do that this year and uh, try it. to ex- accept and analyze, do a little bit more of the accept. You know, it's a good one to tag on to that too. What's right above it is you don't always have to say yes. Right. Now, tell me that, about in the... my mind, yeah. that in my mind with you is, yeah, you're going to say yes to the Christmas present thing because that is something that as a society we do. We, we, mm-hmm. we give presents on Christmas. I'm sure if some people went to their parents and said, I don't have this, I just want to be here for you and spend time with you, that would be fine. But it's a hard thing for people to do. 
Yeah. So the thing is, you said yes, and you added a lot more to your plate because of that, right? You got to get these photos done. You got to edit them. You got to deal with all that Christmas stuff cards, just to get them yeah. proper, proper mm-hmm. how you want. Then, unfortunately, what you're going to have to do is to add that time in. You're going to have to take away time from something else. Yeah, which is your self-care, which keeps self-care, us going. Self-care, or it doesn't have to be self-care. It could have mm-hmm. been a blog. It could have yep. been a podcast for you, mm-hmm. like I did with you. So I was, we got onto this podcast because I was actually going to start a podcast and host it and have you on. Mm-hmm. But what I saw at my month that I thought I was going to be able to do, it was too much for me at this time of year with everything else going on. So I literally just said, no, I'm not. I canceled on someone else and I feel bad. But you know what? January, I got to prep myself to get it started. Got off the podcast, took those three days out of three weeks away. And also the mindset of my mind prepping for them, which I'm not used to, which was going to be a heck of a lot of time because I was something I hadn't done before. Mm -hmm. Then I also took away the rest of my blogs. This next Mm -hmm. blog post, the Christmas one is the final one I did. I had planned to do three more before the new year, but knowing that they each take 10 plus hours each and all the everything else I had to do and I wanted to have done by the first, I thought those were the two least important things to have done to make my life better in the next two weeks. Mm -hmm. And it gave me time. It opened up free space in my day, but also free space in my mind to attack the things that I really wanted to get done Mm -hmm. and took less stress. And, and are you able to just be with that and not beat yourself up about it that you, that you had to do that? Oh, this is the first time I've actually been able to do it without beating myself up. Beautiful. <laughs> I'll say that. And I haven't beat myself up. I actually, right when I said it at that time, I said, no, I'm not doing this. And I moved on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, let's say I've had three years of work in this online area where I wasn't able to do that. So don't get me wrong. It isn't easy to do. Um, but it is a beautiful thing when you can, because I am super glad I didn't do those podcasts I was going to do. I'm super glad that I'm not writing three more uh, blogs. And I'm seeing the work getting done in other areas, but mainly I'm seeing the confidence in myself because I'm not too stressed. Stress would lead to anxiety. Anxiety would lead to depression, lead to me eating poorly, lead to me not working out, and so on and so forth. And then really missing my dad even more and more because the rest of my life is not going how I want it these next two weeks. Mm, mm, mm. Um, mm, um, so yeah, I want to back up just a little bit because I thought how that actually went. So, so just to tell people, yeah, tall Paul, you're starting a podcast and you invited me to be, um, on it and you had to cancel. And I actually think how this went down and I was thinking about it later was actually really good. Uh, and could have gone so many other ways. And I have, especially when, when we're in this online patient community, even though a lot of us, like me and you, we do really well a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are still people that are dealing with chronic stuff or just long-term healing journeys. You know, So even if like you get rid of like you heal 60%, you still have that 40%. And there's yeah. a pressure cooker right now. So it's like, I liked how that went down because... I was able to give you space that I had to give. Um, here, uh, I'm going to edit that. Cat, no talking. I, I really liked how that went down because, number one, I was able to give you space that I had to give, and there was like kind of a flexibility to it. And number two, you took responsibility for having to cancel, which 
sometimes people in uh, our space they'll just ghost or they'll mm-hmm. you know so it's like i i liked how that was because it was like i felt like i was contributing by 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 able by being able to be flexible and i thought what you were doing was really good because you were being like really in communication with what was going on and that opened up this whole other world where we can schedule this podcast and then we can continue working and talking um instead of somebody ghosting or someone being super like if i was really rigid and i was like oh this guy's wasting my time i'm out of here or you know any of those things and i thought just the way that played out is something that i would want to have play out more and actually i had another person that i just checked in with on the podcast and i have a few podcasts um, already recorded, so it's not like I need to get another episode. And I just re- reached out to her. I'm like, hey, do you need some extra time? Because I know it's the holidays and it's crunch time. And uh, just to let you know, I have some flexibility. And they were so grateful, you know? And that person also has integrity, so I know that th- we will be able to follow up and do that. So it's like <clears throat> these both, you know, when we're talking with other patients and other people on healing paths, I actually liked how that interaction went down how did you what, what did how did you feel i agree i agree but I, at that time i was actually quite stressed out mm-hmm. i had a lot of anxiety uh and I, I didn't actually realize what it was until i actually thought of what i needed to do to get rid of that major thing and then i what helped decrease the anxiety was just that i actually addressed the issue i contacted you as best as i could and the thing is, I think I, I sent you a video. I created yeah. a video to send to you so you could see my emotion. You could see my face. You could see my trying to get the right words together to give it to it proper. And I wanted to do it that way and not via text. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it mm-hmm. would have had the same, um, you wouldn't have got the same output out of it. We would have gone to the same point somehow, but I don't think we would have had this conversation in the future because it wouldn't have meant as much. Right, uh, right, but, right. Me being able to do that actually made me feel less anxiety once I had sent the video out because I knew I did my best of my ability to make up for an area where I wanted to go forward in, but I couldn't. Right, um, right, right. I right. wasn't wrong, but I just did I did my due diligence in giving you the reason why and going forward, and that made me feel happy as a person, um, happy as someone in this place, and also happy is because I would have ghosted in the past. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, even though... I had to get away from there. I got a win out of that by doing the right thing and not ghosting and addressing my feelings mm-hmm. and moving forward with them. Cause then it'll be easier for me to next time to not have to do it. Or if I have to do it, I can do it in a proper way again. And it's just so different. I mean, I've, I've I mean, it's, you know, it's not like I haven't been in your shoes in this situation a million times during this path. Right. But it's so different, like, that when if I am in a terrible mood, and I know I don't feel good, and I have to be around other people who know me, and, like, we're doing work or a project or whatever, that I can come at the beginning of that and just be totally upfront about where I am emotionally. And I can be mm-hmm. like, look, I'm having a really tough day, I'm doing my best, and I apologize if I'm not totally present. Um but I'm dealing with myself right now. And that like lets them feel, okay, all of a sudden, like they don't feel like, um, you know, that they're responsible for what's going on with me. And then 
I can be responsible by, you know, letting people know, apologizing if I mess up, and then also doing what I need to do to the best of my ability to actually own what I'm doing. And that might mean, okay, I got to go meditate for five minutes. I got to eat, you know, some extra uh, protein. I definitely cannot have that donut uh, today, whatever that is for me. You know, it just changes the whole thing. Um, and it's a dimension we don't really talk about, which is like that accountability, but the accountability doesn't mean you just get over it. it like the accountability yeah. just means like being upfront, honest, communicate and doing what you can. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you have to fix yourself. It means you do what you can, what we can to do the best that we can. And that means everything to the people around us, at least in my experience. And And certainly with your video to me, that meant everything to me. It's like, there was no loss of trust whatsoever be just because the communication was so upfront. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, that's great. And then what you said, doing what you can at that time is the biggest thing. It's not always the same. Yeah. I might've been in the most confident place in the world. You know what? Me just sending a text saying, Hey man, this is what's up. Here we go. And mm -hmm. that probably would have written. I would have written it properly that I could have given it to you and you would have felt the same way. Mm -hmm. It's just what at that moment is needed to be done for you and the other person or just mm -hmm. for you in general. And mm -hmm. I like how you said, don't have that donut that day. Cause if you're already on edge, mm -hmm. that sugar, those carbs are going to put you over. If you're not yeah. on edge, you could probably <laughs> use that fudge and you can make that way. You can make up for that space that you're going to put yourself into. Yeah. 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 Well, that's really cool. I mean, cause that's also like, okay. So like, you know, just trying to relate this to everything. It's like, this is also related to the, our bigger conversation because it's like, well, how do we survive the holidays? Well, that's another good mm -hmm. one. It's just, you know, we're talking about giving ourselves space. We're talking about being accountable. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, if we had our lives, if we grew up with our whole lives with that, those kind of dynamics where we could be, give other people's grace, give ourselves grace, and also be accountable, how many problems would that solve, uh, you know, in our day-to-day -day, uh, lives? I mean... It'd be huge. Let's be honest; there wouldn't be that many mental health issues. Or there wouldn't be there wouldn't be as many. Let's just say that. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that's kind of what I'm go. That's that's kind of what I'm, I'm getting to, and that, that's why I'm excited about this conversation because it's like, you know, uh, I, you know, I've heard people say a lot about like, you know, you heal in relationship, but this is kind of like this is kind of it because it's like if we can form relationships where we have that grace and we have the accountability, both sides of it. I mean, yeah, those are the relationships that we need. I'm trying to get more of them. But that's another podcast no, um, that's for the new year. Agreed. So the other uh, tips you have here, to, uh, professional, seeing pro your professional, yeah. and, and you talked a little bit about that. Um, and then you talk about volunteering. Um, yeah. Tell me about volunteering. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that I don't do it. Um, <laughs> I'm not here to bullshit people and say do things I don't do. Uh, yeah. I'm here to say that uh, I know the feeling I have volunteered in the past. Um, and what I really put that off of was obviously I did my checking up on other people's blogs and take a look what they were talking about. But really, I just went off past life experiences on things I have done. And I remember the feeling when, when I saw someone, um, a homeless person on the street, and they went in to buy a sandwich. I think this was about two weeks ago. Uh, they didn't have the money for it. So they just got like a pack of gum instead. Mm -hmm. um, I then went outside, caught up with them, said, hey, would you like me to buy you that sandwich? They said, yes. I went in and bought it, gave it to them. The whole smile, thank you very much. Would you like a drink? No, I'm fine. That's great. Thanks. And then I'm off on my way. 
Mm-hmm. That feeling that occurred inside me was amazing. It, oh, it yeah. really, to give is, it's crazy. It really is crazy. And to be honest with you, after my father's passing, for some reason, I am so much more compassionate to others. Yeah, uh, I'm still trying to figure out the exact reason for it. I'm not ha- I'm happy about it. I'm quite happy, but I'll get teared up over the smallest things now. And something mm. like that will actually tear me up after I leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so that just that I expect. So if I'm feeling down and if I'm having a tough day and I've had a long work week and I have to go do some stuff, you know what? Going to the near shelter for an hour to volunteer and help those less fortunate will do a couple of things. It'll give you that tingly sensation inside your heart and your brain thinking I, even though I am in this place myself, I can still do something to help others, which will then help me help you. Also, it's something that just, you can see you might not be in the darkest place that you think you are. There are others in other places that are just uh, a little bit less uh, fortunate than we are in some ways. Uh, mentally and physically is a different situation. But you know what? If that person's living on the street inside the, on a corner and I have a r- warm roof over my head and I have heat in my house, then it might help me to kind of analyze my thoughts and my feelings and what I'm feeling sorry about myself for, for a bit. Mm-hmm. It's not going to last mm-hmm. forever, but it might be a nice little catch up and a kind of a breather. I hear you. Yeah. If you give me a Starbucks card, I got a warning for you. If I get a holiday Starbucks card, I got a warning. Because if I see someone who's struggling, yeah, they're getting a san- you know, they're getting a Starbucks yeah. sandwich and a coffee, and that Starbucks card doesn't last very long. Um, but that is uh, its own kind of therapy. I'm doing. Uh, I'm gonna. Fo- it is. I, I vol- I can. I volunteered to do uh, to be the photographer at uh, my synagogue's holiday party. And that, that helps. So it gives me something to look forward to where I know I'm going to be around other people. And, um, you know, especially now, uh, that's really nice. And I have like a thing to do, right? Like I'm going to volunteer to do a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the stress around the holidays, like, oh, I got to go to a party. And then what I have to entertain everybody and like look good. And like, I mean, uh, I, I yeah. get, keep busy. That's and fucking stressful. That's gotcha. stressful. So yeah, 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 if I can go to one place and do a thing and be around people and have a task, mm, good, good stuff. Um, that one is straight out of uh, Jillian Richardson's book, uh, Unlonely Planet, um, where she says, "If yeah, if you want to not be alone, volunteer and do a task, and especially mm-hmm. during the the holidays, that's helpful uh, for me." Um, so should we get to the Christmas gift ideas? Last minute Christmas gift ideas. Should we get to this? Uh, should we do it? Well, yeah, you know what? Yeah, why not? Right? Why not? Do this real? We just run through. So you you have a a a Christmas gift ideas for better mental health, but we were at like, I just got emails from everyone I've ever uh, ordered an online order from, and uh, they all said today is the last day of ground shipping. So let's go through the, uh, let's go through the ones that you have here. um, Don't need shipping. That don't need shipping, and I honestly think they're the best ones on your list. Yeah. Um, so if you're de- if you if you have somebody on your li- on on your Christmas list, on your Hanukkah list, on your uh, uh, what any other uh, is Kwanzaa Christmas coming up? List. I do. Well, yeah, you know. Don't forget about the OC. Uh, or there's a solstice, you know, and okay. yeah, uh, yeah. whatever else is going on. Um, you know, and they you know that they're on uh, a healing path. Here are some things. Uh, you can do. I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 name them and then you can riff on them. Does that work? 
that's perfect for me. Okay, so uh, number one, a year-long gym membership. This is a very generous gift, uh, Tall Paul. But tell me about it. What a, a year-long gift membership is this? Uh, is this too? Uh, is this a, is this assuming that someone wants? What if someone doesn't want to go to the gym though? What if? Uh, and why is it? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you you would have to kind of. I hopefully you know the person a bit that uh, you're buying the, a gift for, and if you're buying a year long gift certificate membership, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of depends where you are in the country how much that cost will be. I know mm-hmm. where I'm from, that would probably be around uh, eight hundred to a thousand dollars. So I'm assuming oh, wow. it's someone you really love, yeah, and uh, are part of. I'm sure in other parts of the country it's around three to four hundred dollars. So yeah, um, there's probably that range. Uh, but why I say year long, I, I only say year long because I don't want to say a month membership due to the fact uh, I am a personal trainer. I've been training for 10 years and I know the general tendency of people is to, if they get something and it doesn't auto renew and it's going to be done in a second, they won't put as much focus on it. By having that year long, it gives them time to kind of hit the road bumps, kind of come back and focus when they've kind of fallen off. Or hopefully, they'll just take off right from the start and get after it. But the more, the longer opportunity you have to get in the gym and set up that routine that just such greatly needed for working out and exercising. Routine, routine, routine. Right. Um, having a year-long membership is the most optimal thing to do. Um, right. As you see my write-ups, I didn't go that deep so that is why i didn't explain month to year but hey if someone's going to go for it and they're listening to my blog then a year is going to do much more than a month membership for sure for sure and then you can link the podcast to your blog and then uh, they'll get the explanation well, yeah. like, giving me more work to do thanks yeah, for the free. just give stress. me the login i'll I'll change all your link backs it's no problem <laughs> um so then, uh, therapy, you have therapy listed in here. Is that, is that something somebody can really do if, if they want somebody to get help? And this is another thing you have to be, you have really, you can't just like say, oh, you know, my cousin, uh, Harold is really uh, depressed. I'm going to give him uh, therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're hitting all these areas where it's kind of, you have to get a feeling out for the person. Um, at the same time, depending on how close you are, I say, Hey, I would like to have gotten you this gift. I think it's something that you have mentioned before, but you said you can't afford, Um, I'm not sure where you're at with it, but here is a written um, confirmation that I will buy four therapy sessions for you from the therapist of your choosing. You can always word it in different ways. You can come to them. You know what? If you don't want that, I'll go buy another gift for you. Um, Who says that you have to give the final gift on December 25th? Like, where is that in writing? Um, Yeah. It might not mean as much, but at the same time, it might mean a lot more to them than just giving them a Fitbit watch. Right, right. Well, can I can right. I pitch something? Can I pitch an idea? Yeah. Uh, I I might swat it down, but go ahead. What if you give somebody a uh, like a, a prepaid um, like Visa card, like a cash card, and just say, you know, use this uh, for you know, your mental health fund or whatever, something like that. And however you see, I hear you. I like that. I would Mm -hmm. love to say I'm the kind of guy that thinks every single person who gets that will use it a hundred percent for their mental health fund. I'm a realist though, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or a negative person, whatever you might say. Um, go ahead, give it. If they do, if they do, if they don't, and they spend it on something else that they kind of want, that also makes them happy. Then go right ahead. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's the only aspect I have on that. What's it going to be used for? But at the same time, it's a gift. The person can do whatever they want with it. Well, the other thing you could do is like, you know, you could say, have the therapist bill me or, you know, mm-hmm. I like else. that. Yeah. You know, because most people will yeah. do that. I think most people yeah. will do that. I believe the uh, therapy one would be something giving a handwritten card saying, this is what I want to do mm-hmm. for you. Let's yeah. find out how to make it happen. I'm here to help you. Yeah. Uh, if you choose to take it, because I've heard you talk about it before, but I also heard you say that it was something that was out of your um, financial realm. So I'm here to help you out in financial aid, whatever way makes most sense for us. For sure. That's uh, that's a really good one. And the other thing people could do, you know, you could help uh, if, if you do want to help somebody get therapy and you can um, assume some of that financial responsibility. If there's someone who's really struggling, you could also help find um, a low cost place. So those individual therapy mm-hmm. sessions, I mean, they might be with a little bit of research from someone who ha- is at, mm-hmm. uh, you know, more of their full capacity and can do the research and the phone calls. And you, you're dealing with a loved one who is really, really struggling. Uh, you know, with a few phone calls, you might be able to find those therapy sessions, depending on where you are in the country or uh, in this place uh, called Canada. I forget Can- what it's called. Canada. Canada. It's the place that hasn't had a Stanley Cup champion in about 20 or 30 years. <laughs> um, you know I don't know those things. <laughs> um, if you are, you know, if, you, if you're able to do that kind of research, you might be able, depending on where you are, you, like in, uh, I found a therapist for somebody in Birmingham, Alabama for $5 a session. So um, there you go. It, it's not going to be that in Manhattan, but it might be 20 bucks in Manhattan. Yeah. Um, if you're able to, to do uh, the work and find um, you know, call yeah. the, uh, call, call the community, uh, mental health centers and also the colleges. Um, yeah. they often have very, uh, we all know the legwork sometimes is the hardest part for, uh, some people just get moving forward. Once it's there, they're ready to make that step. It's this getting past that initial legwork, that initial introduction, that initial handshake is what sure. scares a lot of people. Yeah. I think for- it's a great idea. For sure, and that's like, and then also just getting lucky with a therapist. So yeah, I mean yeah. the other thing is like nobody should feel like they're stuck with a therapist because their family member is paying for it. But uh, no, yeah, you can read my blog actually on uh, how to start getting a therapist and what happens if it doesn't work for you. That's also just a quick plug. So tallpaul.ca, baby. <laughs> Tallpaul.ca. <laughs> um, so then the other thing here uh, you've got is. Um, well, this is like might require shipping, but this is something that people can get at Best Buy. And I actually think it's a really, really good idea, or at least for me, it's a really good idea, which is uh, a sleep tracker, like uh, like a Fitbit or uh, an Aura oh, yeah. Ring. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, this helps people understand what's going on with their sleep. And sleep is like maybe number one for mental health. Like, it might, and, and, and this, you know, what what a Fitbit will do is it'll give you a readout of what your sleep looks like. And then people actually are like, oh, I can see it now. So maybe I will go to sleep a little bit earlier, have better sleep hygiene. And then it kind of becomes a game. And for me, it's really helpful just to say, oh, wow, I got really bad sleep. I'm really not going to push it until I figure this out right now. You nailed it. Like that is essentially it. It is the, if you look at it, it's one of the most silliest things out there because it just reads our sleep and you only have to look at it for about 15 seconds and you will get 
the months and years of information off of that that you can then use. And the same thing, when you're using it, you're just choosing when to go to sleep. It's not like getting a membership and you have to go in for 60 minutes a day and pay this. It's not like going to get a light box where you have to sit in front of it for 60 minutes to get the use out of it. With the sleep app, you actually just go to sleep. And at the end, you wake up. You're like, oh, I literally thought I went to sleep. But this time I didn't. I thought I woke up five times. I actually only woke up two. And then I had this much deep sleep. Well, that helps me out. So I had this much deep sleep. And I read before, I'm going to read again. Or I watched TV and I had a bad sleep. I'm not going to watch TV. It's amazing what you can analyze from just 15 seconds of use out of the thing. Yeah, and uh, and, it, and it's a thing. People like, if you want to give a thing, um, thing. And the Fitbits are like really on sale everywhere right now because Fitbit just got acquired by Google. So um, I just Good saw question, that they're man. really, yeah, they're trying to get rid of all the old, they're going to come out with something new probably is the speculation. Old one will still work. It'll still read your sleep. Go ahead, get it for a discount. Yeah, all you need absolutely. To see is, all you need to see is when you go to sleep, when you wake up, and you can gauge how many hours and then how many times you wake up. It's the general eye thing I look at. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I have one uh, called Sleep Fatigue Ready Bit. And in the last four months, I have gained an average of an hour and a half sleep over four wow. months. Wow. I was averaging five and a half to five hours and 45 minutes. I'm now doing, well, an hour and a half. Actually, I'm doing seven to seven and a half, so even more. Yeah, it's and it's amazing what it's done to my body, my mind, um, everything. My weight loss, my muscle, um, just pure happiness. It, it's insane. It's just by analyzing when I actually slept, what happened in my sleep, and why did those things happen from what I did in my day. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. I mean, especially. I mean, my so so much of my um, my problems just started from not being able to sleep after being on way too many psych meds, and then trying to figure out how to deal with that. Be- I mean, I never slept good before, but after that, you know, whew, so just every little tweak I can make makes a big difference. And then if I can finally figure out how to get to sleep, which uh, I have been had some success with. Um, it's been huge, and without the Fitbit, I really don't know. You know, I, I, it's been a huge tool, huge tool. So winding down, just a couple more um, prepared food delivery. I actually suggested this on Twitter. You did. You came into my question. You gave that. I'm like, damn, my thing's done. Now I have to add a whole new piece. Jesse, thank you so much for this work. Hey, that's what I'm here for. You, you know, you thought you were done with your work, and then uh, here I am. Like, you no, got a little bit more to do. Something much more viable that should be on there that I can't miss out on and help people with. You were 100% right. So I suggested prepared food delivery because, um, number one, sometimes people just have depression so bad that they can't get out of the house, mm-hmm. um, and then we need food. Um, number two, um, people with mental health struggles very often have other type of physical struggles, which also makes mobility difficult. And then also, like, who doesn't just want to avoid the stores, especially at this time of year? So um, Let's you know, go we, number three also. I think yeah. you nailed them all. Number three, in general, it can be cheaper than actually making your own if you're not a good cook. And it right. is definitely cheaper than eating out. Yeah. Every meal. Yeah. So you can do that. I mean, so you can get cards, gift cards, um, you know, from 
a lot of the, you're, you're, I think just about every, I don't know about every, but a lot of uh, supermarkets deliver now. Um, mm-hmm. From Safeway, um, you know, there's uh, Amazon delivery. I don't love Amazon uh, politically, but hey, you know, if you got to eat, you got to eat. Um, you know, wherever your person is, um, you know, think about um, what supermarkets they might use, they might like, and see uh, if if those places uh, deliver. Then you just get a gift card that they can use uh, on the delivery, and that is a huge one. Well done. I'm glad you gave that to me, Ad, because it really is a big one. Is there anything else that uh, you want me to include that uh, I cut out of uh, your blog? Um, no, if you're going to get a membership to a gym or go into that area and the membership doesn't work, this is also one more of a heftier bill, but it's mm-hmm. helping with uh, personal training sessions to get the person yeah. started. Is definitely uh, You wouldn't go talk to someone about buying a car. You wouldn't go buy a car without learning something about it. Uh, why would you focus on training your body if you don't understand how it works a bit more too is my kind of thought on that one. Um, I do understand it's an investment, but if we're not going to invest in our body, what else should we invest in? Yeah. People will invest in their cars before they invest in their, in good food or, or, or gym. And, you know, and then we wonder why uh, we don't feel good. Well, um, maybe it's because you didn't invest in your body, which your mind is a part of. I can't believe mm-hmm. we have to remind people that, but, uh, <laughs> you know, what? it's, uh, it's like, is my engine a part of the car? I don't know. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. Some other ideas you have in here, are just like a, a journal for journaling. I think that's great. A meditation app. Um, can be good, uh, physical books, you know, I don't know where you go to a bookstore anymore, so it's probably too late for that. Um, the fitness classes, 30 day passes is another thing that you have. I know, um, sometimes you can get like a, a, an intro punch card at a lot of different, like smaller, the boutique kind of b- yeah. gyms. Um, like I know the kettlebell gym here, they'd have like a six, do- a six punch card plus an intro lesson for a hundred bucks. A lot of deals like that at your boutique gyms, and you're not going to find that at like Gold's or LA Fitness, but you might find that at like the smaller ones that are a little bit more expensive, but it might get somebody just moving and in the right direction, um, and you might be able to find one of those deals. Uh, what else? We, so tallpaul.ca, what else should people do? What should people know right now, Tall Paul? Give us uh, some wise words to, to Tallpaul.ca. Um, well, like I mentioned uh, a bit earlier, I'm actually creating a sleep community um, where I want to help people get better sleeps. Uh, so where it's going to be entailing is essentially every day uh, once they sign up, I'm going to have a video call with them to go over what their sleep routine is at night give some adjustments and what we can do to make it more positive, take away the negatives and then set up with them through via text message, a giving them a text every night on a time that they explicitly said when they want to start their sleep routine. So I'm there with them every night to remind them, Hey, let's get going, get to bed so you can get that eight hours of sleep. Uh, Not that five hours you usually get. Yeah. yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. It up, there's a monster. Like, yeah. There's going to be a lot much more to it, but that's what that is going. Also, I have the Never Alone clothing line coming out in March 1st. That will be a Kickstarter campaign. Uh, that website will be up at the end of January. And then if people just want to follow uh, uh, your hijinks and our hijinks um, on the Twitter machine. 
That's a little tall Paul's life tall on Instagram and Twitter where uh, you can find tall Paul. Um, You can find me at Zookman. I, the biggest difference between um, my Twitter and tall Paul's Twitter is that um, I have only posted one shirtless picture ever and I deleted it. (laughs) Tall Paul on the other hand, every, every day. Oh, and you also might find um, some tweets, not very often, but once in a while you will find uh, some tweets about the best hockey team on the planet. Tall Paul, however, Only no hockey team, no hockey team, lots of pictures and speedos, but, you know, a lot of people like that. And, uh, you know, to be honest, you know, I'm uh, a straight man, but uh, I can appreciate uh, Tall Paul in his underwear. Hey, you know what? Mental health doesn't have a face, my friends. I'm just trying to show that people like me can have it too. It doesn't have a face, but it does have a speedo. Does that what... back? Okay, well, <laughs> let's get out of here. Thank you so much for your time, uh, Tall Paul Marlowe. I really appreciate you. You hang out there, hang in there um, as the holidays, and uh, I'm going to do my best as well. Um, you want to check in during uh, I don't know the next couple weeks, next week? Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, check in. I want to see how everything's going and. I'll give you a plan for my podcast, my friend, January. We're going to make it happen. All right, let's do it. Thank you so much, Tall Paul. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Hang in there. Bye. Oh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Happy, 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 happy. Um... Hope everybody's doing well. Let me know how you're doing. I'm over at Zookman on the Twitter machine at Z-O-O-K-M-A-N-N where I post every day my own thoughts about recovery, my own thoughts about uh, new treatments, news on new treatments, and then I retweet the best patients on the internet every day. And we have cool conversations and we connect with each other and that's really where the action is. So... If you want to connect over the holidays, yeah, find us over at Twitter. There's a lot of cool people, including Tall Paul, um, who are all uh, hanging out, talking, chatting, feeling together. So, yeah, um, this episode, executive produced by A.V. Flox, and uh, special thanks to Tamara Broadhead, Tom Trottier, and Patrick Mohan. As always, our GoFundMe crew. Thank you, Ivan M, Phil A, Patricia M, Lauren B, Colin F, Marilyn S, Alex B, The Smo, Cass G, Jim E, Stuart M, David L, Tasha J, Judy B, Stephen J, Malik S, Nelson P, Stacy. Patrick L, Stephanie P, Aaron V, Tim W, Handy H, Jeannie A, Rose P, Bob S, Jackie M, Sophia M, Johnny P, Chip and Nads, and Frank G. Thank you, everybody, for helping make mental health media a reality. Um, 
We're starting off small here with this podcast, reaching who we reach. We got the Twitter going, reaching who we can reach, but we are building every day. In 2020, we've got some surprises, but we can't do it without your help. So this is the last podcast of the new year. Um, Anything you can do to help support our efforts before the end of the year, we really appreciate to give us a healthy 2020. And you can do that. You can support us over at mentalhealthmedia.org, where uh, you can find links to the GoFundMe. If you just want to go directly to the GoFundMe, it's gofundme.com slash mentalhealthmedia. Or if uh, you just want to send us some money through PayPal, if you just have the PayPal login, bada boom, PayPal login, um, you can also do that at mentalhealthmedia.org. Just click on the donate button. And uh, right there, it's number two. PayPal direct cha 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 so uh, yeah I guess this is it for the new year my friends I didn't even think about what I was going to say um, except it's a brand new decade people aren't even talking about it being a brand new decade and uh, I have to say I'm optimistic we've made a lot of progress in this last decade um, with how we think about mental health and mental illness you know there's some disagreement online about how we label things on how we think about things, on how we treat things. But all of these arguments, and I, I don't want to go into any of them because I don't think any of them are specifically productive, but all of these arguments are kind of coming back that people are thinking about it more holistically. And the labels might change or not change, um, but the perspectives are definitely changing. And that, in my book, is what matters. People now know about trauma. People now know that what you put in your body makes a big difference on how your brain works. Um, People now know that mental illness isn't just biochemical. It uh, has to do with relationships and family issues and abuse issues and all of those things. And also in the last decade, you know, we finally have books and manuals on like, Things that can actually help those things. The challenge for 2020 is putting all of those things together over here, getting support to do that work. But the information is out there. We just need to coalesce it. And uh, we really appreciate your support if you can help us do that. Um, that said, again, find us on Twitter. We'll be hanging on Twitter. I'm, I'm going to do a Periscope live stream over the holidays. Um, I don't know exactly when. I might do a few of them. I think I'm going to do one with uh, Chaya Grossberg um, on Monday. So tune into Twitter if you want to do that. We're going to start doing a lot of streaming. I'm trying to find a way to do the stream and the uh, podcast at the same time. I'm getting there. I have some ideas on how to do that, but we're going to reach a lot more people with the stream. So we're doing streaming and... uh, we also have some goodies. We got some t-shirts sitting here. I'm excited about that. We got some stickers sitting here. Excited about that. And those are all coming your way real fast um, for the new year, 2020. That said, uh, thinking about everybody, thinking about all my fellow patients, um, thinking about what everybody's going through, about the hurt that we're all confronted with right now. And... Um, Just trying to create some space to just kind of let that 
that be? Um, also think, you know, when it's super stressful, if there's anything I've learned, there are times where it's not always appropriate to process, right? Or, you know, there are times where it makes more sense to distract. And I'm not saying, uh, you know, self-care is a bottle of booze right now and uh, a pint of ice cream. That's not my style. But, you know, if you got to play video games to get over this hump, I might be doing a little bit of that myself. That's all I'm saying. You know, whatever it is. That's my point. That's my takeaway, um, especially with this conversation with Tall Paul. I'm just trying to make space for myself to just feel and be, and that really just means not overloading myself like I've done every other year. So that's what we're doing. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, and I'll talk to you uh, in a couple weeks when the next next episode comes out. I think we're going to have Christy Huff from the Benzodiazepine information coalition i think that's going to be our next episode um it might be well we've got a we've got a bunch coming up so i don't know which one it's going to be don't hold me to anything we got uh colin from circus survive talking about you know his how uh you know his self-care plan and his uh family systems uh trauma kind of therapy i forget exactly what it's called uh, we've got that one coming up and, and the rites of passage with the psychedelics that he i mean He's uh he's got a different perspective for sure on mental health. Um, we got Colin. Um, we're doing a new one with uh, Jillian Richardson coming up about making friends in the new year and healing spaces. Um, so yeah, we got a lot of good stuff. I'm excited. It's gonna be a great 2020. It's gonna be great for mental radio. It's gonna be great for mental health media. And stay tuned. All right, talk to you later, everybody. Thanks. Down for hot, wet drops from Colombian beans. Yeah, she drives goodbye with her kid back seat, moving fuel chewed from the desert heat. I sit alone with my fragile bones, got my crackberry malls and my Twitter drones. Bleeding eyes, multiplayer moans, got my you porn love feeling Facebook stone. Who's got the power? Follow the noise It's our drugs of choice We love drugs of choice When we follow the toys It's our drugs of choice Walk downstairs for a midday break Got no time to dine No sun on my face